welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. And we pray, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, today, uh, Mark is going to do a speak. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> um, I have heard. Uh, my name's Mark. Um, I have heard um, other people when they uh, begin a speakers meeting talk about um, how they need to surrender um, lust, how they need to uh, surrender their their ego um, at the beginning. I I have no need to do that. Uh, what I need to surrender is uh, the, the very topic that I, I, I'm here to talk about, shame. Um, I feel completely unworthy uh, to sit here. I feel like, um, you know, I, I need to be anywhere but here. Um, I have no um, illusions about wanting uh, to, to be here or, or uh, talking. But um, the, uh, the thing that keeps on occurring inside of me is um, this power greater than myself keep, uh, keeps on saying, um, you know, your, your story uh, matters and, and it needs to be um, told. And uh, that's the reason why I'm sitting here, um, just because my, my higher power uh, wants me to be here and, and wants me to communicate. So it is my uh, desire and my hope um, right now to, to publicly say that, you know, I, I hope whatever my higher power wants uh, to, to be said is said here. A little bit about my story, my uh, background. Um, uh, as I have uh, looked at uh, shame, um, I can't remember a moment in my life uh, not having a shame. Um, I can uh, go back to the uh, very earliest days. I can even uh, go back to um, my mom describing me as an uh, infant. Um, and uh, she said that as an infant uh, that I was completely unlike uh, other babies, where they would uh, scream and cry for, um, you know, for food or, or whatever else, I would just uh, sit there and just kind of uh, grunt uh, to myself, like, uh, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and that's about it uh, uh, as more active, uh, you know, uh, that I ever got. Um, and I have always been like that. I have always had the attitude of I cannot burden someone else, you know, uh, with me. You know, the, the me um, th- that I am is so unworthy of uh, anybody else, um, you know, being, being a, a part of it. So I've always been the, the, the wallflower. I've always been uh, the one that is off in the corner, um, completely unworthy of uh, communicating uh, with other people. Let me tell you, coming uh, to uh, early meetings and, and seeing um, all of you guys um, talking, um, socializing after a meeting, that was incredibly intimidating for over a, a year and a half of uh, coming uh, to meetings. Um, that was the last thing that I wanted to do. I figured out the quickest uh, route uh, to the door and, and slipped out uh, the door as fast as I could. That's just always been my uh, personality. That's always been a part of uh, who I was. 
and associated with that was the thought over and over again that I am not worthy uh, to even open up my mouth and, and communicate uh, to, uh, to other people. And I certainly had many um, experiences throughout my life uh, to remind me of why I was un- unworthy. You know, th- this addiction of uh, lust, you, uh, you get opportunities to, uh, to feel uh, unworthy um, left and right. You know, um, all I had to do is uh, think about, you know, times that I uh, masturbated, times that I um, looked at uh, pornography, times that I acted out uh, with other people. And boy, I, I have a ready supply of uh, shame to, to just um, think about um, how horrible a uh, human being I am. Um, and uh, the way that I like to explain uh, shame um, is that um, it is very different from guilt. There, there's lots of uh, people who uh, mix up, you know, the term uh, shame and, and uh, guilt. Uh, shame and, and uh, guilt are uh, are very different things. Um, recently, I um, talked about a, a car accident uh, that I got into uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. It was it was not a big deal at all. You know, um, I bumped uh, the car in, in front of me. I think there was a little bit of uh, paint that, that was exchanged, and, and that's about the, the extent of it. Um, but uh, if I uh, felt guilt over th- that um, accident, the type of uh, thoughts that would be going through my head is, boy, I should have uh, been uh, looking where I was going. Boy, I, I should have um, you know, not been uh, looking down the street. I should have uh, paid attention you know, ahead of me. I should have realized that there was uh, rain uh, um, and I could not stop as, as quickly. Those are all things that uh, are tangible and that I can uh, deal with. You know, I can... Um, I can practice, you know, safe driving, you know, and I can, um, and I can uh, give more uh, distance, um, you know, the next time, uh, you know, I'm, I'm driving the car, especially when it's uh, raining and, and stuff like that. That's something that I can change. But a, a shaming thought that I would have is, man, I'm such a crappy driver. What do I do with that? You know, how do I just all of a sudden magically become a, uh, a better uh, driver? Um, especially when I had that event um, going through my head over and over again. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a crappy driver. I'm stuck. You know, there is nowhere uh, to, to go with that. So the, the one, uh, guilt talks about actions that I've uh, done wrong, whereas uh, shame talks about I'm a wrong person because I've done something wrong. Okay? And, and when I conclude that I'm a wrong person because I've uh, done some, something wrong, I am paralyzed. I cannot go anywhere. I am stuck. They're, they're, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care where, what it is. I am literally and totally uh, powerless, uh, as the first uh, step talks about. I, I can't do anything, let alone you know, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, deal with uh, what, what got me into that uh, situation in the first place. I remember at eight, eight years old. Um, so just opening the, the book wide, wide open here. I remember at eight years old, um, sitting in my closet, completely naked. Um, sitting and uh, tying belts around my, my legs and, and my wrists, thinking to myself about how horrible and ugly uh, a human being I, I was. You know, that, uh, that just, you know, and, and that fueled, um, you know, all my uh, lust, you know, over the years. All the, uh, all the pornography uh, that I was into, um, all the uh, masturbating, somehow focused on, on that theme of how, horrible a person I was and how unworthy I, I uh, was uh, to be. Um, so, you know, this, uh, this lust and, and shame go hand in hand uh, for me. And, and that's my experience. 
Now, I was convinced when I uh, first came uh, to these meeting, uh, meetings that I was the only person uh, that felt this way. Um, that, uh, that you know, especially when I uh, heard uh, different uh, people uh, share uh, about, um, about uh, resentments and uh, talk, talk about, um, um, I don't know, some of the shares, you know, um, I just could not relate uh, with uh, whatsoever. And, uh, and, you know, I, I strongly question, you know, do I even belong in, in this program? Um, gratefully, I, I had uh, some good sponsors who just asked some uh, key questions anytime I, I felt that way. And, um, and, uh, and sure enough, you know, I, I do have problems with lust. But, you know, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I had problems on something else. And, I, and at that time, I didn't have a name for what it was. You know, that I was struggling with. It was this unknown uh, force that, you know, just held me back. And, uh, and I knew it was there. It's always been there. You know, what is this uh, force? Um, and, you know, hearing people uh, name it as shame, that was helpful. You know, I, I was grateful uh, for that. I had a name uh, for, uh, for what the problem uh, was. Um, and I could I identify uh, with it. But, you know, again, it's uh, so debilitating. What do I do with it? You know, um, how can I, um, how can I um, fix it? There was a um, uh, conference here in uh, Nashville back in uh, 2009 um, in, in January. And uh, one of the uh, conferences that, uh, I mean, one of the uh, meetings, and, and it was a really hugely attended one, uh, was about uh, intimacy in, in marriage, uh, sex in, in marriage. And boy, that, that was a really uh, popular meeting. And uh, the... Uh, uh, the, one of the speakers that uh, spoke at the beginning talked about how he had two huge gorillas um, uh, sitting uh, uh, next to him constantly. One gorilla was this uh, uh, gorilla that you know he called his uh, sex addiction, uh, that uh, just wanted uh, him to uh, to go act out left and right. Then he had this other um, gorilla, which he called anorexia, uh, which um, he described as um, completely wanting to uh, withdraw. Uh, from uh, from his wife and, and to uh, withdraw from uh, from any connection and, and uh, intimacy. So I, I grabbed onto that uh, concept of uh, anorexia uh, quite a bit, um, and uh, you know um, found out some interesting uh, things about that. But again, the shame came in, and I wasn't sure whether or not I was uh, anorexic. And uh, a, a book that was that is non. Um, um, Conference uh, approved uh, was uh, published uh, last year, and uh, um, you know I, I got this uh, book and uh, and I started uh, reading it, and uh, there was one of these uh, person's stories in, in it that I really uh, related to, and I'm like, boy, this uh, Todd guy that's uh, described in there sounds just you know just like my story. It was about uh, four or five chapters into it until I realized, oh my gosh, I corresponded to, uh, with this author. That story is me, you know, and so I'm like. Oh, okay, <laughs> I really, really do have this problem, and, and, and this author loved this guy's uh, story, my story, you know, and, and kept on illustrating. This is the perfect example of what I'm talking about here. I'm like, well, <laughs> all right, okay, I, I, I get it. I, I, I have a problem here, you know, and uh, and and so I, I for the longest time uh, called uh, called what what that guy. Um, uh, named uh, that that problem, uh, but you know, you know, I, I kept on uh, thinking about uh, the first step, um, and I, I kept on um, uh, remembering I'm powerless over lust. 
but I, I felt like I was powerless over something else. And what, what is that other thing that I'm a powerless over? You know, it's not just lust that I'm a powerless over. And more and more as I, I heard your shares, especially in, the, in this room, I realized that that thing that I'm powerless over is shame. You know, um, as soon as a little bit of shame uh, seeps into me, I go to the nth degree with it. And I'm stuck. And I am completely and utterly uh, powerless. And, um, and at that moment, I realized i got to work the uh, 12 steps all over again. And, uh, and i got to work the 12 steps around this concept of, of shame. I have no idea, no clue how to, how to do it, uh, but I'm, I'm going to find someone who knows the 12 steps, um, re- really uh, knows the literature, and, uh, and I'm going to go through a, through a journey of uh, going through the 12 steps, and I'm going to uh, take it wherever my higher power uh, takes me, and uh, where, wherever it goes. And, uh, and um, I already had my first uh, step done uh, for me, um, as far as shame uh, goes. All I had to do was... Uh, open up this published book and see Todd did this, Todd that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did uh, do that, you know, um, you know, type of thing. Um, but I, but I amended uh, my original first step and I, I added um, all these uh, different shame things and, and shared it uh, with my um, a sponsor. And I went back uh, through the uh, second step again. And I had had a profound experience the first time I did the uh, second step and um, and so I, I had to go back through it um, another time because it was such a cool experience. I, I had to have that uh, experience again. Um, I highly recommend the uh, Step Into Action book and uh, the, the four columns that are described uh, in there on how to uh, do the um, uh, second step. That was extremely uh, powerful uh, for me to uh, once again uh, sit down. Um, I, I completely... Uh, ignored my my old second step uh, this time, and I went through and I, I did the whole thing um, all over again. And I went through and I went through all all those columns. My first experience and my second experience uh, was that when I got to my third column, my pride and my ego wanted to say, "This is not uh, uh, the higher power that I, I believe in." I mean, I wrote down so many uh, negative uh, things. I mean, I can I can talk about all the various stories of how uh, people had inappropriate power over me as a child. As I'm looking at column three and I'm uh, and seeing, you know, how their power over me translates uh, to my concept of, of a higher power, my pride and my ego wanted to say, I don't believe this about my higher power because my intellect does not believe those uh, things. But when uh, when I get honest with myself, deep down, my addict, my, my shame addict uh, that's in, inside of me, they uh, they believe those things completely and, and explicitly. You know, um, they they believe I'm not worth uh, listening to, that I ought to be uh, punished for all the uh, the wrong things. That's what my third column higher power uh, believes. That's a higher power worthy of uh, being fired. That higher power does me absolutely no good because it keeps me absolutely stuck. You know, it, once I when I imagine a higher power standing over me in in uh, judgment uh, constantly. There is nowhere uh, to go with that because I'm going to constantly screw up. I'm a human uh, being, and I'm, uh, I'm going to mess up, and I'm going to give uh, that higher power every single opportunity in the world uh, to, uh, to shame me um, over and over again. So that fourth column, um, higher power, where, where I see my best friend, someone who uh, cares about me no matter what I do, uh, that has a relationship uh, with me, wow. The whole world uh, opens up then, when I had that higher power uh, sitting on my uh, shoulder. 
there's nothing I can't do. Because, you know, me and, and myself, I know my uh, first step, I'm unworthy and incapable of, uh, of doing uh, anything. But with my higher power, everything is possible. That fourth step uh, higher power is, is the magic. And if I'm ever uh, struggling uh, with uh, shame, all I have to do is go back uh, to that uh, second step and remember, oh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of my uh, third column higher power. I need to fire that one. You know, I've got to go uh, to my fourth uh, column higher power who loves me unconditionally and is so on my side and so ready for me to, uh, to, to move forward. That is such a freeing and exhilarating uh, higher power. I could not move on and do any of the other uh, steps um, as long as I had uh, that third column higher power in mind. So when I I'll go on to my uh, third step, and I now in, I don't know if uh, anybody else uh, relates to this. My uh, in, in the third step, I always uh, think uh, that the third step is just uh, talking about uh, that uh, made a decision to turn our, our will and our lust uh, to the uh, care of uh, God as we understood Him. That that's the only thing that, uh, that we need to uh, turn over uh, to Him. You know that that uh, we need to turn over our, our life uh, a bit a bit of it. Boy, that's that's a big thing because that also includes my shame. You know, my shame uh, belongs to my higher higher power. It's not doing me any good. You know, um, it, it's not it's not anything that uh, that you know is is helping me um, uh, carry out His will for me. As a matter of fact, it's stopping me over and over again. So, uh, so it is something that that I need to uh, release and turn over to him. And uh, you know, the the um, so I, I took uh, from from all of you guys where you talked about uh, walking down the street and you had a lust hit uh, from a, a woman um, and such. I took that exact same thing, and whenever I uh, saw that I was getting a shame hit off of uh, something, um, I would immediately uh, turn that over to my higher power. Very simple prayer, God. You know, um, I can't handle this uh, shame. I, I'm turning it over, over to you. And immediately afterwards, th- there's there's a peace and a calm inside of me. Wow. How powerful is that? How cool is that? That's a miracle. My entire life is based on, on shame. Everything I, I, I do is somehow uh, tied back to, to shame. To release that and not uh, feel it, even for a second, boy, that's a miracle. And, and doing it over and over again, I, um, because I am a flawed and, and I, I am a human being, I will go back to my default setting of going uh, to shame. All I have to do is pray that again. You know, if, if that happens 500 times a, a day, oh darn, I get 500 uh, connections with my higher power o- over and over again. Oh darn it all, you know. Um, you know, shame is a huge gift. When, when I have that experience over and over again, and I get to experience that fourth column higher power that says, Mark, I love you. You know, um, you know I, I care for you. I wanted that shame uh, to, uh, to be pulled off of me many uh, times before, but I wanted it for selfish reasons before. When, when I uh, just pray it um, that, hey, um, I, I want it gone because I know it's your will for me, that's completely a different experience. He's he's totally down uh, with that idea. You know, he likes uh, that that concept, and he he's all for that. You know, but if I if I have a selfish motive uh, for for having my uh, shame uh, be uh, removed, if it's all about uh, me, it never disappears. It, it uh, stays right right there.
my shame is a gift because it uh, is something that, that helps me connect with my higher power. And, and to remember that, that he cares about me and that he uh, loves me. And, uh, and it's a constant a reminder. Uh, when it's for that purpose and it's for his purpose and, and not mine, that shame is always removed. Okay? All right. So on to uh, step four. Now, uh, it says uh, in step four, I made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Fearless? What's that word uh, doing there? All my life is is based on fear. You know, I am afraid of myself and everybody else. How in the heck am I going to do a fearless uh, uh, moral inventory when fear is my problem? So, um, the the first thought that uh, my sponsor and I had is uh, that we thought... You know, maybe I need to start with the fear inventory. You know, not worry about the resentment uh, inventory. Go straight to the fear inventory. Well, I, I did that for for a while, and I was kind of struggling uh, with it because fear is pretty debilitating um, in, in my life. Um, and then, what was it now? Maybe a month, two months ago, we had a speakers uh, meeting in here uh, talking about the fourth step. I was in the middle of uh, working my fourth step, so, you know, I was excited to, to come in and uh, hear that. So we're, uh, we were reading through the uh, fourth step, and we were uh, going through that. And uh, if you look at page 66 on there, um, it's in the middle of uh, the discussion on a resentment. There's this one simple uh, sentence, and it says, Sometimes it was remorse, and then we were sorted ourselves. You know, it's, uh, it's in the top partial paragraph on, on page 66. Sometimes it was a remorse, and then, uh, then we were sore at ourselves. And uh, the speaker that we had uh, that day, um, just offhand, said, well, that sounds like shame to me, and I suppose we could do a shame inventory over that. Ooh. You know, um, at that time, it, it was starting to, uh, to hit me, you know, that uh, shame was my problem. And uh, my first question was, all right, well, what does the shame inventory look like? You know, I, I don't see in here in the, in the book, book, uh, big book, you know, uh, instructions for, uh, for shame inventory. As a matter of fact, I don't see the word uh, shame anywhere um, in, uh, uh, in the uh, big book, you know, um, the word itself. And it's like, well, uh, I don't know how I'm going to uh, do this. So I was kind of stuck um, right there well, with nothing more than this concept of, you know, maybe a shame uh, inventory uh, would be good. What in the heck does the shame inventory look like? And as I uh, talked to uh, to uh, many members, no one knew. Um, and uh, I remember one uh, day, I've got a, uh, about a 15-minute walk uh, up to my work. One day, um, I, I started asking my higher power, what does the shame inventory look like? You know, I can feel like I need uh, a shame inventory, that I, I need to do that, um, you know, because I've I got to figure out how, how this uh, shame, um, you know, has affected my life and, more importantly, how um, how this can be removed uh, from me, um, um, you know, instead of uh, being this, uh, you know, constant uh, cycle, what what can I do? And uh, and slowly, uh, different uh, columns uh, of the uh, shame in- inventory started coming to me, all the way to the point where where I now have eight columns uh, for the uh, shame inventory. Had this uh, reviewed uh, by by my sponsor, and uh, he uh, said. Boy, this looks exactly like uh, the uh, big book, except it's a combination of both the fear inventory and uh, the resentment inventory. And, and sure enough, it, it is. Um, you know, it is a combination of both of those. 
Um, I actually have uh, photocopies, you know, because this is uh, difficult to, to explain. I actually um, have it um, written down, and uh, hopefully I've got enough uh, copies for, for everyone. Um, so uh, pass around uh, so that you guys can uh, begin to see what I'm uh, talking about. Um, in the uh, shame uh, inventory, the uh, very first uh, column that I have is uh, the event. Okay? And I'm going to give you an example right from my uh, shame inventory. Um, just so you guys uh, see how um, how I work uh, one of these uh, things. Uh, okay, I, I like this one. Um, in this uh, event, what, what happened is that I um, uh, I was a teenager, maybe about 14 years old, and uh, my father had asked me to uh, pick up the apples. Uh, we had apple trees in, in our backyard uh, to pick them up and, and uh, put them in a bucket so that he could uh, mow the lawn. And uh, I had no desire uh, to do that. Um, and, uh, and I put it off and I put it off. Um, and uh, uh, pretty uh, about an hour or two later, my uh, father uh, came home. And uh, as soon as he came home, I'm like, oh, oh crap. I was supposed to pick up, uh, up the apples, and I hid in the basement, um, you know, making it lo- look like I, I wasn't even there at home. And I kind of uh, peeked out the uh, basement window at uh, what he was uh, doing, and uh, he went to the backyard, and he started uh, picking up the apples. And I just sat there, paralyzed, uh, staring at him for uh, 20 minutes, uh, picking up the, the apples. And I was so sure I was going to be in uh, huge trouble uh, with him. He never said a word, you know. But I play that um, moment over and over again, those uh, 20 minutes of uh, sitting there watching him, uh, you know, uh, pick up the apples, knowing uh, darn well that I should have uh, done that. Um, And I play that over and over again as proof that, you know, I um, am not worthy uh, to, uh, um, I'm not worthy, period, you know, uh, type of thing. By the way, um, my uh, sponsor defines resentment not as anger, as I often uh, think of it as, but it as something that is resent to your mind over and over again. Okay, so the, uh, these shame uh, events are things that are resent in my mind over and over again. Who am I sore at here? I'm sore at myself because I screwed up and, and I uh, didn't uh, pick up apples. Okay, uh, type of thing. So in the first column, um, I put for this uh, event backyard, 13 years old. I mean, just a real simple, something uh, to jog my memory, you know, um, as I look at my shame inventory of the place and the time uh, that this uh, occurred. Um, In the next column, it's called the cause. And uh, there, you know, I write a real short description, you know, uh, no more than uh, 19 words that's going to uh, tell me what this uh, shame event was all about. And I have written down nothing more than not picking up apples. That, that jogs my memory uh, perfectly. I, I, I know the rest of the story. I, I've got the image burn, burned into my memory. The uh, third column um, is uh, stolen straight from the resentment um, uh, columns uh, where it uh, is affects my and um, all the different uh, things uh, that, that it affects, um, meaning either self-esteem, security, ambitions, personal relationships, uh, sex relationships. And so for not picking up the apples, I have uh, personal uh, relationships and self-esteem. Personal relationship because um, I wanted to uh, hide and separate uh, from my uh, father. 
uh, and then any circumstance I ever was in later on in, in life that was any uh, remotely similar to that, you know, I would want to distance myself off from that uh, person. You know, um, self-esteem, uh, because, um, and almost all of my shame events uh, got self-esteem. You know, uh, because, you know, I uh, think of myself as a horrible person for, you know, having done whatever. All right. If I just sit there in those uh, three columns, I'm, uh, I'm wallowing in my shame. You know, um, something uh, has got to uh, change, and uh, something's got to uh, be different. And the fourth column is this uh, changing moment. When I ask myself, does this uh, shame help me uh, carry out uh, God's will for me? Ooh. Okay. Um, if I am tempted to put down an answer uh, for, for any uh, type of event, guess where I need to go b- back to? I need to go straight back to, uh, to the previous uh, steps, uh, two and three, um, especially a two, because I'm, I'm stuck uh, thinking about my um, higher uh, power, uh, my third column higher power, who, who does me uh, no good, that wants me to carry, uh, carry this shame. My fourth column higher power has no, biz, uh, has no desire for me whatsoever uh, to hold on, on to this uh, shame. My third column higher power absolutely wants me to hold, hold on to it. Okay. So then uh, the, the next step, uh, getting uh, past that, is what does God want me to be instead of carrying this shame? Stolen right out of the, the fear inventory, you know, um, um, type of thing. And so what I put down there is he would like me to be helpful, he'd like me to, uh, to be sharing, and he'd uh, like me to be giving a service. Okay? Um, are those uh, things that I'm uh, capable uh, of? And are those things that I'm uh, able to do? Well, me uh, of myself, no. But with my higher power, is, is that possible? Absolutely. Okay, I can uh, be helpful. I can be sharing, and I can be uh, giving of service uh, when my uh, fourth column higher power is with me. No problem. And so um, then I, I can put down um, uh, yes in the next uh, column. Am I willing to, to let uh, God make these changes in, in my life? Okay. Um, if I have trouble with that, if I want to say no. Guess where I need to go back to? I need to go back to step three. Okay? Because I'm, I'm not willing, if I'm going to write no there, I'm not willing uh, for God to have all of my life. Okay? And I'm not willing uh, to let him uh, help me. And from my previous experiences in uh, working uh, step 12, I, I knew how uh, step four was going to carry straight into uh, step eight and, and nine. I went ahead and put a column uh, there just uh, for, for uh, my purposes that I knew I was going to be coming uh, back to these uh, when I was uh, making amends. So I just had a, a quick column there, uh, harm done to others in this uh, shame event. And uh, in this one, I, I have a most definite yes. I, I hurt my father. You know, he, he, had a, he probably has no memory of, of that event whatsoever. You know, but, but I did uh, harm him in uh, not picking up the apples. And it's something that I certainly, certainly remember and I think about uh, quite a bit. So uh, doing, uh, doing amends um, on that is extremely important uh, for me to uh, do. And then uh, the last column is, is a prayer. And I got this uh, prayer, um, and I modified it straight uh, from my uh, sponsor. And as far as we can uh, figure out, it's just been passed down uh, from sponsor to sponsee for as long as, I don't know, going back to, to Bill W., who knows uh, where, where exactly it came from. But I uh, took it and I modified it uh, just for the purposes of uh, this, uh, this and, um, and added uh, some to it. In that prayer I say, God, you have given me courage and clarity to open a place in my heart to receive your presence. 
that's directly out of my uh, third step uh, experience. The shame of a when I, and I, I can fill in the blank of this uh, shame event, helps me to realize how sick and cut off uh, from you I was. I am ready to let you uh, change uh, me into uh, what you want, uh, want me to be without this shame. I usually pause it at this point uh, where I, I, I feel an actual spiritual you know, inflow uh, come into me. Where, where I actually experience my higher power confirming that, that that's the truth. That he really does, uh, does uh, want me uh, to be without that shame. Affirm that I need mercy and forgiveness. Um, you give it. I usually pause right at that, uh, that moment, waiting for, for that uh, feeling of forgiveness to pour in. So that I have an actual concrete experience that when this shame event comes up again in my mind, I can go back to, oh yeah, you know, in my fourth step, I, I prayed about this, and my higher power really said, you know, um, that, uh, that I was forgiven uh, for it. Um, I will receive it. Also affirm that I need to forgive myself. Ooh, anybody that struggles with shame completely gets that, that concept. You know, I am punishing myself over and over again. That's, that's my ego right there, is me uh, punish, uh, punishing my, myself uh, for that. Because as you uh, desire, it, uh, uh, desire it of me, this too will I do. Okay? And, uh, and I usually pause at, at that moment before I finish up the prayer to make sure, am I really uh, willing to, to forgive myself and, and let that go? And I, I feel that actual spiritual experience of letting it go. I, I forgive myself. Okay? And, uh, and, you know, knowing that, you know, I can uh, go and, and uh, deal with the uh, harms done, you know, uh, that I can uh, deal with this uh, later on, um, you know, gives me even more, a greater peace uh, that I know, you know, I, I got this bookmarked uh, for uh, when I work uh, steps eight, eight, and, eight and nine. Let's be honest uh, with uh, some of the uh, things that are going on here. Um, when I uh, look at uh, column four, does this uh, shame uh, help me uh, carry out God's will for me? Um, I, I talked about, you know, uh, if I had trouble with it, you know, it's uh, step two. Uh, but it, it's, uh, it's step six, right, uh, right there, that, that column. And uh, am I willing to make uh, God uh, make these changes in, in my life? Let's be honest, that's step seven, you know, uh, right there. So as I'm working this all the way through, I'm uh, working steps one uh, through, um, uh, through eight, um, all in, uh, in, in doing this all the way through. Now, I've heard a lot of advice as far as uh, doing uh, inventories to work in columns, you know, uh, to work uh, down um, on things, you know, to get all the uh, shame events all, all together in, in, in one uh, moment. That was too debilitating for me. That was too difficult to have one more shame event and another one and another one and another one. That was impossible. And I, I was about ready to, to go and act out. Um, you know, it, it killed me. Um, so I wanted. I was curious. I wanted to know what the experience would be like for for all the columns. So I took a, a couple of those and <laughs> and I went across. And that was such a miraculous uh, feeling and such a miraculous uh, experience to have that shame event gone. And I was addicted. I was addicted uh, to that uh, that feeling of having that uh, shame released. So I, I kept on uh, working across, and and then I'd feel guilty. Oh, I'm. I should be uh, working uh, <laughs> downward, so, so I do that uh, a few times, and then I uh, then I go uh, when that got uh, to be too much. Then I, I start working across uh, uh, over again and getting that. Oh, this feels so cool, you know, uh, getting this uh, stuff uh, off of me. 
So that's kind of how I uh, worked it, going uh, down and down and across. Um, and I found uh, right in our literature um, uh, a uh, phrase. Uh, let's see, I had it uh, written in here in page uh, 109 of uh, Sexaholics Anonymous. It's right in the middle of uh, describing uh, working on the fourth step. It says, "Human emotions do not travel in straight lines; they zigzag all over." It is not necessary to slavishly follow someone else's outline, format, or procedure. I'm like, whoa! All right, so I, I do have uh, permission uh, right there in the white book to, to work in, in both ways. I can zigzag, you know, either way, uh, depending on uh, on you know where where my emotions are, are going as, as I'm working uh, things. So I, I was very grateful to, to find that in the literature that I was perfectly uh, justified in, in uh, working uh, both ways. I didn't have to uh, feel uh, guilty about you know um, having uh, broken the rules and, and uh, going back and forth uh, like that. So that was uh, pretty uh, cool. Um, I also uh, just recently uh, the, this weekend found um, something cool in the 12 and 12. Um, again, in the fourth uh, step. Um, if you go to uh, page 45 in the uh, 12 and uh, 12 there, it has a description of uh, two types of uh, people uh, that are uh, uh, temperamentally, um, you know, one way or another. And it has one little uh, paragraph. Um, I say little. Um, how, how dare I say that? It is a huge paragraph. Um, not size-wise, but, I mean, as far as, uh, as, far as uh, value. Um, it, it has been... A life-saving uh, force uh, for me just in the few days uh, since I've uh, read it. It says, if uh, temperamentally we are on the depressive side, we are apt to be swamped with uh, guilt and self-loathing. Oh, they're talking about shame. Yay! <laughs> right here in the literature. We wallow in this messy bog. Oh, I can so relate to that. Um, often uh, getting uh, misshapen and uh, painful pleasure out of it. Oh, I love uh, doing uh, shaming myself. There is actual a pleasure in doing it. Um, there, there's a sick, perverse, you know, uh, power that you feel over yourself, being able to, you idiot, you know, uh, type of thing. There, there is an um, emotional charge uh, out of that. You know, there, there is a there is a high uh, off of that. Um, uh, as we morbidly pursue this uh, melancholy activity, we may sink uh, to such a point of despair that nothing but oblivion uh, looks possible as a solution. Here, of course, uh, we have uh, lost all perspective, and therefore, our, um, and, and therefore, all genuine humili- humility. Yeah, we're we're in the middle of our humiliation instead of our humility. For this is pride in reverse. Ooh, you know, th- this is the opposite of the pride that I hear uh, all of you guys uh, talking about. Uh, th- th- this is the other side of the coin. This is uh, shame, but it's all ego. You know, my my ego uh, says. I'm, I'm uh, worth less than everybody else. Whereas pride says, I'm better than everybody else. It's, it's the same problem. It's my ego getting in the way of my higher power. Um, this, is, uh, this is not a moral inventory at all. It is the very process by which the depress, uh, depressive, meaning uh, this whole temperamentally uh, depressive uh, side um, that some of us have, has uh, so often uh, led to the bottle and to extinction. extinction. So if I don't uh, deal with this uh, shame, I'm going to go right back to, to acting out, and I'm going to, uh, and I'm eventually going to uh, lose myself um, and, and die um, as a result. So this is serious business, um, and uh, and it says so uh, right in here. Um, I can easily go on, uh, you know, um, a lot more than this. Um, but what I want to wrap up in, in saying is, um, 
you know, um, I've forgotten all, all about this. I'm actually going to be um, not able to, to come to 630 uh, meetings uh, coming this, uh, this Monday. Um, I'm going to be working out of Lansing, uh, Michigan uh, from uh, Mondays through, through Fridays. Um, so I won't have, um, maybe on, on some uh, vacations I, I might have an opportunity, but I'm not going to have uh, many opportunities uh, to be back here in, in these meetings. But I, I still feel like uh, this is uh, my, my home group and I'm going to continue to be my home group, even though I barely will ever to, uh, be here. What I uh, propose and, and, um, and, and such is I would love for other people to have uh, actual real experience uh, with this uh, shame uh, inventory. And, uh, and figure out whether or not my experience was just a fluke, you know, and, and just one a person's experience, or whether or not this is uh, really truly, as I wrote in here, we had, had this experience, um, you know, uh, that, that I wrote in there. You know, it needs to be more than just me uh, saying that. If that, uh, if that determines to be true, that experiment all works out, and that my experience is uh, similar to other uh, people's experiences uh, with this, there is no uh, business for us to sit on this. Uh, by, by ourselves uh, as a group. This needs to be uh, spread on to other people. My desire is for it not to go anywhere. That's what my shame says. You know, but, but you know, my higher power you know, seems to think that this is important stuff you know, and, and it deserves uh, getting out there. If we as a group like this or, or whatever comes out of, out of this, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we change it and modify it even more and then we pass it up uh, to the inner group and uh, see what their experience uh, says uh, with it. There's no reason why we can't pass this um, all the way up uh, to the fellowship um, and uh, and have it, uh, you know, I don't know, part of the step in, into action, you know, a step four, uh, you know, because those are not you know, con- conference approved yet, or um, a plan- pamphlet by itself, wh- whatever, you know, uh, the group consensus uh, of this uh, fellowship is uh, to do uh, with this. Why not? You know, so that's kind of kind of uh, the, the thought and the, uh, and the, the uh, vision of, of uh, dealing with this, but you know, um, you know, I, I turn it over to my higher power. You know, as far as uh, what what occurs uh, with it uh, from here. Um, maybe maybe I am the only uh, person that uh, has any of these experiences. Maybe uh, what I uh, always uh, thought, you know, from the beginning, I'm the only one uh, with this. I don't think so. You know, in, in hearing your uh, your shares, you know, as I, I hear your uh, shares and I've seen nods, you know, throughout uh, talking uh, today. I don't. I don't think you know this is uh, just for me. Now, for some people, this does not relate to, you know, because the literature says so. There are some people that are temperamentally on the uh, depressive side, and there are some uh, people that are not. You know, this does not fit every single uh, sexaholic that's out there. But I think it fits um, a large number. I think it's more than um, two or three uh, people in the fellowship, um, especially the more I hear it uh, from from shares. So. That's my story, and I'm uh, sticking to it. And with that, I pass. So what's your life like today? Of course, that that answer is constantly unfolding. 
you know, and uh, and will uh, continue to uh, to un- unfold. Um, the 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 whole uh, driving experience uh, that, that I talked about that was a miracle. I should have sat there uh, waiting for the police to uh, sit there and shame myself over and over and over uh, again about how horrible person I, I was. It was every single opportunity uh, to do so. Instead, that never uh, occurred once. Um, I, I felt fear. Um, fear came up, and I, I had to uh, pray uh, for, for that fear uh, to be removed. But actual shame, I kept on waiting for it to occur. I'm like, it's supposed to happen. You know, I, I, I screw up, and, and I'm supposed to shame myself. It didn't uh, occur. And that evening, I went home, and I had the best uh, evening uh, with my son. We spent four hours completely frustrated uh, with, with computer, uh, trying to get it to work. Now, normally, that, that would drive me nuts, because I'm, I, I can't um, get this uh, com- uh, computer program to, to work the way that I, I want it to. But it was such an uh, experience of me uh, telling my son, all right, this is what's in my head right now about uh, uh, what we can do. And we try it, and, oh, no, that doesn't work. That was such a fun experience, completely free of shame, you know, completely an open book uh, to him about what, what I was thinking and how I uh, messed up over and over again, and him getting uh, to see that. That was a, a gift because I know how many times I have shamed him over his uh, life. I am terribly uh, guilty uh, of that. Um, and uh, and to, to have that experience where, uh, where he uh, sees the opposite of shame um, and just uh, true humility in, in uh, working through it, that, that's a miracle. And, uh, and I'm just, as you can tell, I'm, I'm new uh, to all this. You know, so my experiences are... Um, are small, but uh, but it's going to uh, keep on uh, going, and uh, I'll have even more stories. But the fact that that one event occurred, it's a true miracle. Thank you, Mark. I'm John. I'm a psychologist. Hey, John. Hey, John. <laughs> Tell us, Mark, are you done now? Done what? Are you done, done recovering from this stuff? <laughs> I do feel uh, recovered uh, from uh, from uh, shame. Um, I, I do feel like I, um, I, I can and, and own that uh, that uh, title of having been uh, recovered uh, from from shame. Are you done? Am I done? No, I'm never done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you, you said that uh, 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 Roy gave you uh, permission to, uh, to modify this, and, and you're correct in that. Uh, Bill Wilson gave us permission too. Much specifically in the chapter to the employers and on page 164, that would constantly disclose the board to do into us. Roy went a little more down the road with that. Roy said the book is not complete. The book is completed by our lives as we continue to write and share our experiences. I applaud the work of this. I believe that more of us have shame than what we talked about. I remember you said something about resentment being uh, anger. The word means to reveal again and again. I've been there, done that. I, I did something similar to what you're talking about here in terms of shame in my four step Because shame, I'm a very shame based person. I like the concept of shame as a form of evil. Pride tells me I need not pass this way. Shame tells me that 
Papa, I read something recently. Shame was something to get high from. Well, it's no use, so why bother? It's not my fault. Uh, you know, I, I can get wrapped up in it. So I applaud what you've done here today. I appreciate you sharing this. I would suggest you send this on to the literature committee. You can email it to the literature committee, Carrier Psycho, at SA.org. That's only right. Our, our material is not yet fellowship approved. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate the the uh, sincerity and the honesty with which you you did this. This is uh, this was uh, clearly a, one of the most selfish acts you've ever done in your life. <laughs> Take care of yourself this way, and I and I appreciate that. And and you know, just in my limited experience, being only in here for a couple of years, but personally and observing, you know. Um, what goes on, what I hear, um, the, the struggles that so many uh, you know, uh, sexaholics go through. Uh, there's so much shame that, that is the lurking thing. It's the thing our addict always has on us. He's as smart as I am, but he's also got that shame thing on me. And um, So without dealing with that, that's one of those secrets that I have to get rid of. It's really one of those, that secret life is, is that shame. And, and, uh, and I would just add that... Uh, uh, that shame is not all self-imposed. That there was a lot of shaming that a lot of us have gone through, uh, imposed on us by other people in our lives. I think, that, I think that's the heart of the trauma that most of us have gone through, whether it was being sexually abused or, or physically abused or emotionally abused, psychologically, etc., neglected. All those things have contributed, and so so I think I think this is a real key, and I don't think it's a separate thing like. Here's a separate inventory. I like the way you describe it as it kind of kind of combines a lot of these things that we already are familiar with, and uh, and, and yet gets this maybe a little bit later, maybe another layer. So have looking at it for me. So um, I appreciate it. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss having you here on a regular basis. Uh, I appreciate you putting your contact information in this handout so that I know uh, where I can get a hold of you when I want to. So Thanks. thank you for offering this. Thing. Thanks, Paul. Uh, Daniel, real quick. I, 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 I can share what happened to me. I grew up with this. I make a mistake. That's, we all make mistakes, but. Uh, James says, I am a mistake. And I grew up believing that I was a mistake. First, unconsciously and unconsciously. I was told from my earliest, you know, all my life, I should have been a girl. My mother wanted a girl. She prayed and and tried to be pregnant. You know, when she had me, her second child, she knew. She could never have another child because she has she was so messed up. And after that, not long after that, I mean, eventually she'd get a test record. So I was told I shouldn't have been a girl. My whole life, I should have been a girl. Even my father, I think, wanted to know. Yeah, because, you know, his wife wanted, my mother wanted. So, I mean, I just grew up with this, you know. My father was such a perfectionist. He was so messed up that he just, everything. 
you know, had to be perfect. And when he, you know, had me do anything like uh, polish the car, I couldn't miss any spot because, I, you know, I, I, I wish he would have said, you know, try to do the best you can. But then, but then if you make a mistake, then that's so that's what I do. Thank you, Danny. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a big book thumper. Everything in this inventory is out of the big book. So is this. When my friend sat before me, he made the point-blank declaration that God had done for him what he could do for himself. His human will had failed. He had admitted complete defeat. Then he had, in effect, been raised up from the dead, suddenly taken from the scrap heap to a level of life better than the best he had ever known. Had this power originated in him? Obviously, it did not. There had been no more power in him than there was in me at that moment, and this was none at all. Here was something at work in a human heart which had done the impossible. My ideas about miracles were drastically revised, right? And I saw that my friend was much more than inwardly reorganized. He was on a different footing. His roots grasped new soil. There was something about his eyes. He was inexplicably different. Bo, will you send us on? Who keeps us sober and free from shame? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.